Misera's uh, Jeremy and Jeremy's podcast. Fuck, I haven't listened to the last two. The most recent one? One of them coughed into the microphone or sniffled or something. I'm like, ha, 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 finally we're corrupted them. them. Because we're on a pizza party day again. Damn, that means I'm going to have more of a time editing. Editing. Bunny foo-foos. Editing. Just editing. That's enough preamble. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Brother Squirrel. That's Jake. That's Bob. That's hey, right. I think you need to be turned up a little bit more. Like, I hear you more from just your voice than I do in my okay, headphones. Okay, fine. Even though last time I was actually doing well because it wasn't as echoey and I think it's the way we set up the mics. Because I project. Yeah. But, what was I going to say? Fuck. Urine. Urine. Thank you. All right, so not much preamble on this episode, which is shocking. Uh, and yes, anytime we don't do it, I have to address it. It must be addressed. It always must be addressed. Mm-hmm. But Jake, I, I'm yes, Bob. I'm not sure if we've talked about this before, but I know we've talked about this before. Okay. What is one of the things you hate most about living in a suburban area? Yeah, I gave you that preamble so you know what it's going to be about. I know about. exactly what you mean. I do. I hate not being able to go outside and take a piss. I miss pissing outside so much. But then again, I mean, dude, we would even piss like from the back door. Of oh, the there'd damn. be piss flies all over the house. There'd be fucking, <laughs> there'd be dead zones in the grass. And then, of course, you know, if we went out to the deck, we would just take a piss off the deck and just whatever. Yeah, yeah, because it, but that's actually better because it's not forcefully spun into one spot, you're letting it arc and go with the wind. Sometimes that wind blows right back at you and you get piss in your shoe. <laughs> Not on, in your shoe. <laughs> but I miss it. I miss it so much. It, I do too. The place out in uh, Harrisville, yeah, it was a big fuck-off fence because uh, it was by the track, so whoever built the fence built it, built it super high. So sure, it was a, a it's a traditional Utah split level suburb, but the fences were so high I could just like you know what? And there's a shed back there by that wall. All right, I'm gonna let Ollie out. Put on my shoes, go piss outside. Cause for two things, one, it's it just feels relaxing. For two, well, use less water, less flushing. Uh, I'll use that as three as a as a fun bonus. It's the same way that, you know, you poop better when you poop squatted. You piss better when you just piss straight. You're not pointing down at a bowl or angling it just so at a urinal so it doesn't splash back and get everywhere. Just so. Because I'm sorry, if you're going to use a urinal, that fucking, the partition should be at least six feet so you can step back a bit. If you have a partition, because in boot camp we didn't have partitions. Of course For the you. urinals, yeah, there's no partition. Not many places do, but at a at work, I mean, it was partition. still better than the the cow trough at Woodstock. But oh, the reason I can't piss in public, the reason I have issues, is yeah, the piss trough in our elementary schools. Like, oh, I can I can make my arc higher. I can do it from further back. Hey, hit that guy. It was goddamn. It was it was Lord of the Fuck Mothering Flies. Oh wait, no, it wasn't because Lord of the Flies had a hierarchy. <laughs> it was goddamn anarchy. I, I do have to admit, though, um, ammonia scented anarchy. <laughs> whenever I was sitting in the uh, the recovery room after my surgery, I kind of pissed on myself for like the first time in however since i was a fucking kid so basically what happened was they didn't catheter you no uh, thank god dude fuck so after i you know after the surgery and everything i was sitting there in the recovery room on the the chair and i was like i kind of gotta pee they're like do you want me to bring a bottle or do you want to go to the room are you okay with peeing in a bottle and i was like obviously they are not well versed in road trips with donnie calder (laughs) and i'm like of course i can pee in a bottle (laughs) And honestly, okay. And this isn't, and it had a wider mouth than the twenty ounce bottles do. Right? So, yeah. So I'm, I'm pissing in the bottle. I almost filled that fucker up too, dude. I'm talking. It was like, oh yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Because remember when I broke my leg? 
but also your hands get so warm. <laughs> it feels so oh, from weird the bottle. Cool. Yeah. yeah, you're like, so, oh, God, it's going up, it's going up, it's going up. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Stop, 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 stop. <sighs> okay. And what, I swear to God, Jake, it was like a millimeter from the top once. And I was like, okay, there we go. And then I went to put the lid on. I, of course, instinctively, Splash. no, 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 instinctively, you, s- you push in. With your hold hand and whoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that bad. So I finished peeing and I was like, I was like, okay, I think I'm done. And then I, I, you know, pull it out the bottle and and pee just kind of starts going. And I'm like, damn it, I just pissed all over myself. I'm like, whatever. So then I had to sit in my pee pants until I got home. And then I sat all. <laughs> I still have my pee pants. Okay, Jake, I thought that story was gonna be. I was winged out of my skull, and I just said, fuck it. <laughs> no, no. Or I was just winged out of my skull, and all of a sudden, I felt warm. <laughs> Dude, I pissed. I couldn't believe how That's much I was dribbling. pissing, though, man. Yeah, it was bad. I was like. About to get them toxins out. But no, catheters are the worst. Catheters are the worst. Well, yeah. When your nurse accidentally tugs on it, when... When the doctor's going to have you take a walker and walk around the hall. Oh, my God. That was the most viscous throw up I've ever had. And I've thrown up black rum. Okay. (laughs) But uh, he's like, okay, here we go. And he goes to hook the catheter or the bag, which hadn't been changed yet that day. Goes to hook it up on the walker and drops it. I'm still sitting on the bed, so here it is, penduluming, just pulling the inside of my dick. Just <laughs> okay, okay, this is happening. This is ha- my feet aren't even touching the bottom, and neither is the bag. It's just uh... wham, wham. Just <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh fuck. I just realized I inadvertently at least somewhat described the size of my wiener, like, roundness-wise, because I actually managed to stick it in a bottle. Luckily, I prefaced it with saying it was a wide mouth bottle. (laughs) Any dick is too big for a 20-ounce bottle. I don't know. You remember how Dad used to tell that story, how he had that friend in the Navy that had a really tiny wiener and got an eyeball tattooed on the head of his pecker? Here's the thing. He's probably lying. He probably is. Oh, I don't know, dude. Navy guys are kind of fucked up. They're kind of they're they're unhinged. So they, I could see that being a possibility. Anyway, continue. Yeah, you know what? How else they can be unhinged by making up stories like that? Well, yeah, but that was before he joined the Navy. He was unhinged. But anyway, exactly. your your finger snapping story. I got a fucking chat request from him on Facebook. As did I. Oh, I was looking at that. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. It's like if I look at this, he'll be able to see right? that I looked at it. Right? So it's still showing as an unread message. Same. It's like he would like to chat. Bob don't like to chat. Bob wouldn't like to chat. Bob ain't a gonna chat. It's a true story. Because I don't want fucking Granny to deal with that. Because I would fucking, I would give him an itemized list of every goddamn thing and reason why. Which apparently Mom's even forgotten some of that shit which upset me. But, you know. That happens. <laughs> Annie, you bitch. <laughs> You're so spoiled. Huh, boo. Do you have anything to... No, I watched Tombstone to last night. Episode. Watched what? Tombstone last night, and I was like... Fuck, this movie's so good, God, that movie's so good. It's so good. Except I found myself actually, like nitpicking different pieces i also noticed that creek johnson like the actor he's wearing a um mason guild necklace like whenever they're down by the creek uh, you can actually see it and i was like how did i not ever notice that because you didn't fucking know or care what the masons were no i think it's just why i've seen the movie so many times i'm just starting to and i noticed for the first time that whenever um doc's like well what would you do if she walked in who you know damn well who that dusky hued lady satan so whenever he um whenever he's like you know he says that he would do nothing right and uh doc's like i'll remember you said that and he clinks his glass to uh kurt russell's coffee mug i never noticed that before how that was all part of the thing because i I don't know dude it was just 
I started picking up on little no, no, no. things I'll that I just never. Way. That's not something you should notice that occurred because it was part of the whole deal. It, it was just okay, part yeah, of it. Yeah, which By is true. I was saying, like, oh, I paid attention to this. Like, no, that's just a part of it. The Mason necklace, that makes sense because most likely the, per- the person he is portraying was a Mason. And they decided, you know what? We'll add that as flair because that's shorthand for this is uh, the in history. This person was this. So we'll just show that. Maybe yeah. the guy actually always wore his Mason necklace. He might necklace. have. And I can't remember if it's Turkey or it Creek or Kentucky a, Creek. Or, you know what? It could have been Turkey a Creek. whole fucking thing to where people were wondering if he was a Mason. So and that so was the just filmmakers just in. having a nice little ha-ha-ha. Yeah. Because, well, and I know with the history, like the whole thing at the creek, that actually happened because um, they, uh, what was it? I was watching or reading something. And they mentioned how there were literal bullet holes that outlined Wyatt Earp's body in that trench coat from where they kept shooting at him and kept missing. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, that he just fucking just went out into the creek and started shooting at people. And he did kill Curly Bill in the creek. But yeah, they said that he. No, no, no. He killed Powers Booth. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was going to be my intro to all this. But anyway. <laughs> You idiot. Anyway. You idiot. <laughs> but um but and even that like with um with Johnny Ringo they took some liberties because Johnny Ringo he was found in the woods with a bullet wound in his head but nobody knows exactly what happened. So I like the the dramatic uh take that they do at least in the movie but yeah which is Probably the most uh, the most likely scenario. Oh, and I didn't realize that it was the mayor's wife that Bill Paxton walks in and said that they shot up. They said that they sh- they uh, shot up Clum's wife, and that's Terry O'Quinn as the mayor. Because uh. after reading that, I was like, isn't Boot Hill in Tombstone? So I was looking at it on Wikipedia, and it mentioned Mayor Clem was there in like 1929, or the former Mayor Clem, and he couldn't find, or Clum, sorry, couldn't find his wife's um, tombstone at Boot Hill. And just after that, that scene popped up and I was like, oh, I was like, how did I not ever notice that? Because I've always, I could never figure out who he's saying, whose wife that they shot up in that scene for whatever reason. I just can't tell what it was that was said. So I was like, oh, it all makes sense now. Even though, like, the stuff between Virgil and Morgan, like, that happened, like, weeks apart, if I remember right. Well, you're doing a movie. Yeah. But, I mean, it works out really well, so. Yeah. And they don't, and it isn't portrayed like it's just one night of hell or one night in Bangkok. Yeah, because even whenever um, whenever he takes Curly Bill into custody and he's telling the story about Judge Spicer to his brothers, he mentions that, you know, it takes Judge Spicer three weeks to get there to even do the... Um, trial to do the trial. So, yeah, it's one of those things that it's easy to miss. Like whenever you're watching it, and just with the the dialogue, it's kind of difficult to, or it's easy to not Get pick up on that time Kurt frame. Russell's eyes, <laughs> dude, he's so mustache. fucking good, man. And all of those, all of the facial hair was legit. Also, like ever, that's there's no like pasted on facial hair. That's everybody's own facial hair. Well, for one. Yeah, because Sam Elliott, that's just Sam Elliott. That's default Elliott. I remember the first time we watched We Were Soldiers and we're like, is that fucking Sam Elliott? I don't remember he, that movie. It's the one with Mel Gibson based on uh, that uh, that skirmish in Vietnam. Anyway, so yeah, Sam Elliott plays a colonel and he shaved off his mustache for the role. And I was like... Dude, Tom Selleck in Ins and Outs fuck? is so weird looking. It's like... No, I should not see your upper lip, Mr. Selleck. That is not cool. Um, there's a reason why I won't try to grow a mustache while being in the military, because I can't fucking grow one. I cannot grow something as glorious as fucking Tom Selleck oh, or... Oh, then go the other direction. Get your shit a water stash. Just pencil thin. Just as pencil as possible. You've seen the pictures of me whenever I was growing one for No Shave November in A-School... Is so bad. I remember, I don't want to see you it's with a mustache. So bad. Oh my god! What a time when I was when I fully shaved. I was like taking pictures of different era or different settings of you know 
okay, here's me with a douchebag beard. Here's me with like mutton chops. Here's me with like a goatee. Oh, look. In now fairness, it's just most a of your beards are a uh, douchebag beard, but. Oh, no, no, no. That... There's one. But this is the. It doesn't look like a this mustache. This is the pièce de like resistance. A... Okay, no. <laughs> that, that, yes. Trim that down like a little bit to where it's just over, it's just over your lip. That would look amazing. It would look horrible. Except in that. Or go the opposite. Have like a pencil stash at the top. So you can even see it in those pictures because that's the same day as the video. But um, no, those fuckers. Why would you we show all... me a picture that's wide off when the video was straight up, Jake? Anyway, so the uh, <laughs> all of them, they were supposed to be doing fucking no shave November with me. And they didn't last like three days without shaving their mustache off. And I was like, assholes. But but no, seriously, go the other way. Have it just under your nose. Or like a little space between lip and stash. Well, and I'm because trying to remember what the... that. There's I'm, a reason, but nobody does that. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the standard is. Like if it has to be full thing. There is a no waters clause. <laughs> I think so. And it can't extend past a quarter of an inch past the corner of your mouth. Yeah. No, no Hulk Hogan's. See, and they they do they leave it open f- for everybody because like for sideburns it can't go past the the middle part of the middle part of your ear, right? Like straight down the middle yeah. of the yeah, I know with, that little piece. Yeah. And since everybody has different ear sizes and everything else, it's just like no, it just can't go past that. Same way with the, the so mouth. if you got big honkers, you're a little bit off. If your ears sit low like a goddamn uh, cell cath, yeah. So yeah. Anyway. You can have you can have full on fucking mutton chops if your ears sit low enough. Oh, we got to get some obligatory wow talk in real quick for Claywell. Oh yeah, Jake finally did a goddamn LFR raid and was like, I actually wasn't going to mention that, but that's true. I did. It was so Dude, that was fun. It was such a bitch the whole time. <laughs> Other than you know getting stuck behind that gate like during the second fight. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> yeah, you never stay on the steps ever, ever. If you see a big round room, you get a couple steps into that room because someone gonna pull. Yeah, I, yeah. Other than that, I did. I had fun with it. Yeah, kind of want to go again just to do some more and Grab get some a new more character. Gear. But um, well, my demon hunter isn't the eye level's not uh-huh. high enough. I'm at like three seventy one with my mage right now. Um. And I just hit 120 with my Demon Hunter, but I think she's only at like 280 something. Um, I also well, one of the assaults should be up. If not, the yeah, patrol there's is. an assault. If up. not, the patrol is, and then you just go in there, go to uh, go to customize looking for more, and type in the name of the zone, and it'll be blah, a rare farm. They drop. Well, whenever you go gear. through the areas, so with the, the, the add-ons and everything that I have, it has a group finder thing that already pops up. Like whenever you, yeah, so does mine. I hate, I fucking hate the one that pops up on my add-on. But um, no, so uh, but yeah, that the LFR was fun. Um, and didn't take as long. I expected like even for one wing for it to take like two hours. Yeah, you're you're an idiot. That's why. But um. I also, oh, later, do you want to do the Mythic Hellfire? Since you're wanting to try to get that whatever. I may, but I may still try to play some Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Oh, I'm going to be ranting about that in a minute. Let's just put that on the table. I don't know why you're playing that fucking game. But um, where was I? Oh, so I logged on to my mage because I was like, I need to do some character switch arounds, right? So my other mage, my Void Elf, mm-hmm. logged on, saw a guild message saying that most of the leadership was leaving the server, so the guild was disbanding. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, cool, because I'm going to delete this character anyway and recreate her as a warlock. So I decided I wanted to... Warlocks a- are boring. But see, so I had a gnomish warlock, but I was like, you know what? Because gnomes rock. They do. But I've got my gnome warrior. I was like, let's just let's get rid of my gnome warlock. Let's get rid of this... Void Elf Mage, and I'll just create a, um, 
I'll just create a warlock for my void elf. So I gave it the same name, and but except it's a warlock instead. So now I'm trying to, because I kind of want to make a night elf with that new customization. I'm not a fan. But, because I, I thought about making it a night elf priest. I have a human priest at like level 13 right now. But I'm also like, I could leave priest for a different, like, allied race should it come up later, but... Yeah, because my human, I've uh, I've got her going down the shadow. Path. I only leveled up my priest because of the goddamn legion mount. It's fucking pretty. Yeah. Oh, I keep meaning to go back to Northrend and go into the Oracle vendor so I can try to get that damn dragon. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot all about that shit, and it randomly just popped up in my head, and I was like. <gasps> I still don't have that dragon. Bob does, but I don't. So, yeah. Well, since you're a mage, set a hearthstone. Set your hearthstone to right there by it. That's how I'm doing all my shit. <laughs> yeah, I have my hearthstone set to one of the spots in Zandalar. That way it's just easier to get to Zandalar. Yeah. Uh, Boralus is better set up than... Uh, than Dazara Lore. Oh, so. shit, yeah, dude. Dazara Lore I is hate a, running around Dazara Lore. I do, too, man. That Holy place sucks shit, ass. that's annoying. Yeah. All, all Azul Dazara sucks. Seriously. Everybody who says he, it, it doesn't hasn't taken the wrong turn when they're trying to go up that fucking mountain. And yep. then they go around it and down. You're like, what the fuck? I hate that, dude. Nah. I actually like Nazmir as his own. Nazmir's good mainly because it's a big fucking open swamp. Yeah. And Voldoon is just pet. a big, huge desert. A well-designed big, huge yeah. desert because Silithus also is a, a big, big, huge, huge desert. desert. Yeah. So is uh, Tenaris, uh, and they both suck. <sighs> yeah, Tenaris. This is a well-designed big desert. Yeah. Because it makes sense that, you know, there's ruins in places where there are because it's near two f uh, fertile valleys. But so, you're duh. right. Fucking Zol Zoldazar sucks ass. I, I hate cannot that wait for flying just for Zoldazar. <laughs> yep. But okay. So since you said you don't know why I'm playing Kingdom Hearts, I don't really know either. I don't know, Jake, because I remember liking the first one. Sure, the voice acting was kind of... Cause there was a lot of Final Fantasy crossover in that very first one also, though. Yes. And we were pretty balls deep in Final Fantasy at that yes. point. And, oh my god, I can still remember uh, being over at uh, Norfleet's, okay? When he was trying to get that Ori... What was it? Ori Chalcom Plus or whatever to make uh, ultimo, ultimate weapon or the ultimate weapon. You have to do... The, what is it, all 50 rounds of Mount Olympus Coliseum and then fight Sephiroth. And Sephiroth is a one-hit kill and you've already wasted all your healing items. Holy shit. Holy shit. He was, he was so pale when he finally beat him and it took me so much longer to beat him. But I did it a little better than him because I was high as fuck at the time. <laughs> <coughs> But it still took me forever to kick Lance Bass's ass. I don't know if it was was it Cloud or Sephiroth. One of those was voiced by Lance Bass. Was it Backstreet Boys? Yeah. Yeah. No, Lance Bass is in sync. Okay. Yeah, whichever one. Yeah. One of those was voiced by him. And uh oh, it was so fucking hard. And then two. Two had amazing combat. Holy shit. Being able to just glide around the field the whole time, it was great. I really dug the combat of two, but the story was a convoluted mess because you had to play two games that were linked to the fucking Nintendo DS on a game. Earth, I'm sorry, the Nintendo uh, Advance, GBA, and then, uh, then the DS, but on a game that was PlayStation exclusive. And do you know what the fucking uh, GBA game was? It was a retelling of the first Kingdom Hearts as a card battler. It was so fucking boring. And now, here comes Kingdom Hearts 3, a game that has seen its main voice actor turn 30. It, he went from being, uh, well, wasn't Halo Joe Osment like a few couple years younger than me? Or Yeah, I think so. 
Yeah. And I remember when two came out because our cousin Candace was having a kid and I just came I just bought I just picked it up both the the special edition strategy guide in the game in Kingdom Hearts 2 Jake okay <clears throat> I since I was in school it was a little bit after we moved out here I was broke I asked mom for the, some money to put it on uh to put it on pre-order she said okay but I had to put in some applications it's like you know what that makes sense Get a part-time job because we need money. She also said, you know what? My place is hiring for uh, dietary aid. Also put in one there. It's like, okay, sure. I did not realize that she was the business office manager in charge of hiring. She had the It's like, oh, hey, my sons want to be a dietary aid. You know, go ahead and look into that. She fucking actively worded it to them like, ah, fuck. She conned me into getting a job for fucking Kingdom Hearts 2. And, and then you promptly killed somebody, so good job. <laughs> fucking potato chips. <laughs> fucking tater chips, y'all. But anyway, I, oh my god. The opening cutscene of this game is is fucking shit. You have no idea what's going on unless you played the now eight fucking other games. Oh, Final Fantasy games? No. Oh, I'm uh, sorry, Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts. Hearts. It is ridiculous. All the people you killed in two are alive and they're human now instead of like, uh, I like the idea too because, you know, Heartless, you rip out your heart and what the husk that's left over is covered in darkness. The second one's uh, villains were nobodies. Well, you ripped out your heart. What's going to happen to that heart? It's the heart without a body. All right. The Eyes first without a face. <laughs> the first game is the body husk. The second game is the which makes more sense. The vengeful hearts that have no bodies. The nobodies. Really decent, but you need. So much information about the organization 13, which only has seven people there at the moment, because guess what? Six of them were defeated in the goddamn uh, GBA game. game. So, yeah, it's fucking annoying. And this one, all those people are somehow human again. And you did all these trials and shit that you now... Uh, no longer have access to your powers, of course, because every game has to make you have no longer have access to your powers. It's the Metroid dilemma. Um, <clears throat> and all these really just heinously unnecessary shit. And the worst part is the controls. Are we actually recording? Yeah. Oh, okay. The worst part so. is the controls. Right. Because Jake, X is attack, circle is jump, square is block. I don't know if it's because I love Dynasty Warriors or I'm, I don't know why to my head, but X is jump. Mm-hmm. X should be jump. That's because that's Square what it was be on the vast majority of PlayStation 1 games. X was jump. Yeah. And guess what? You can't change the controls. The only thing controlling changes is how you you pre- what button you press to change what special move you're going to do. That's what controller configuration does. Oh, Jake. Oh, Jake, 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 Jake. I am having so much of a trouble with that shit. But it's, I don't know. It's amazingly compelling. It's beautiful. It fucking better be. It took goddamn 15 years to make. It better be beautiful. I mean, Jesus Christ. (laughs) But it, I don't know, it's its just, I don't know what the fuck I'm playing it for. And it's going to be another in a long line of games I haven't finished. I don't finish games anymore. I, I don't, don't fucking either. get it. Like either. Vampire, I love. I'm like 75% through it. Uh, Spider-Man, I love. About 75% through it. I fucking just stop. Yeah. <laughs> Makes no sense. None whatsoever. I, uh, I have a little bit of a hot take, Bob. To me, 98% of everything tied to Disney is fucking overrated. Yeah. Like, to me, personally, I only say that because I love the Sega Genesis Aladdin game. 
And I did legit like the movie. I like the movie Lion King. All right. And there are different things that I do like. Them goddamn porcupines. But, but the problem is it's all fucking overrated. Like, I don't know what's worse in this world. People who collect Disney shit or people who collect Coca-Cola product shit. They're basically the same thing. Because I, and I don't, I, I really don't. I mean, like, I, I know that there's people close to me who, you know, do Disney, love it, like have like season passes and, um, they're all about it. Cool. Everybody has their own thing. But for me, completely overrated. They bought. There's, there's nothing in. But I mean, there's people who feel the same way about Harry Potter, and I'm a freaking dork about that. There's people who feel that way about video games. We're dorks about that. So to each their own. But to me, I don't. We didn't have the money to get indoctrinated. Disney, yeah, that's probably what Disney it is. Disney operates that's a good on way two to things. put it. You're not a kid unless you do X, and you have one. Why don't you have the others? All right. It is the sunk cost fallacy of your childhood. Yeah. All right? Your childhood should have this. It had it, so it should also have this. Hey, you had that. Why not have this as well? Disney has an issue with that, which is the problem with the Marvel movies, which is going to be the problem with the Marvel movies, which is going to be the problem with everything they have. I do enjoy the Marvel movies, but... Here's the thing. I really don't know if I do, because they're just... Yes, they're all well-made, but the last one that actually had something to say, their director's no longer allowed to work with them because of uh, some fucking conspiracy theory fuck dicks were able to uh, fake outrage and get him canned. That's it. Because the Guardians movies were about something. They were always about something. And it was all about just... Horrible people, horrible, broken people learning that they don't have to be broken anymore. And it's not a quick fix state, all right? Goddamn, uh, Star-Lord doesn't get the girl at the end, which every fucking movie ever, that he gets the girl. Why doesn't he get the girl at the end? He's not mature enough. He has not. the. You know the moment he, he emotionally evolved enough to where, he, yeah, it, it would make sense him and Garona getting together. When he tried shooting her in the face. Gamora. Did I say Garona? Garona's from Warcraft. Oops. <laughs> but no, I mean, but, but you're. No, like, they're, they're just. I mean, gee, uh, take uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. It's a good movie. But it's so bog standard. They're, the only thing that is uh, that is actually refreshing about that movie is the villain you sympathize with. You understand where the villain... Because villains usually... Yeah, you get their point. You can understand how that became... But you don't feel for him. You feel for Tombs. Because he got fucked so hard. That was all he could do. He turned. He created this empire solely so his people would have work, would have pay, would be able to live. And yes, that corrupted and blah, blah, blah. That's great. And yes, I'm looking forward to seeing the new one because it has Hydro-Man and Mysterio. And I really hope they actually make Mysterio a hero instead of a, I was the perpetrator all along, Spider-Man. But that was it. That was just it. It was Tombs. Although I realized apparently I was the only person I knew who figured out that he was what's her, he was uh, Lewis Allen's dad. Because Liz Allen has horrible fucking luck when it comes to family in all instances. Because in the comic, her brother is a mutant terrorist. And this is like, oh, oh, because they talk about her dad her dad and mom's gone. Her dad and mom is this. Her dad's tombs, ain't it? Okay, two things. Look, yeah. One, Sorry. the reason I did not see Ant-Man until it hit Netflix was because I wasn't going to give them, like, direct money for firing Edgar Wright. For the the shit that they pulled with that direct, that's why that's why I did. I waited until Ant Man hit Netflix before I watched it, 
or was it Redbox? I was like, either way, guess what? Disney is not getting the full Hell, brunt of my money Disney because of the way they Redbox because of uh, Redbox yep. not giving them the dues they want. Yep. And so I'm like, guess what? You're not getting my money directly for because because of the way you treated Edgar Wright, who's l- one of the best writer directors. The I will fucking die on that hill. The best. I, I see. I can't say the because there are people like uh, Steven Soderbergh, who's a writer director and is fucking phenomenal. No, I mean his writing's probably better than his direction. But Soderbergh because is fucking amazing. Anybody can make an amazing drama. It takes so much more to make an amazing comedy, which is true. So no. Anyway, I'm, and even like because every one of his movies is all is about so much more than. I mean, Jesus Christ. You, no, no, I'm Bob. sorry. I'm down on the hill. Edgar Wright is the best writer-director. Okay, and Bob? Yes. Also, point number two. Oh, oh, his, oh, his fucking, his, his wooby rag was on my bare foot. <laughs> you dick waffle. Um, number two. Most of comics is bog standard. Yep. Rarely is a comic book legitimately trying to say something. And I mean, there was there was more to be said in the 60s and 70s whenever you have like Falcon and Black Panther appearing in comic book pages. That's saying, yes, that's saying something. However, storylines in general, they're not they're not they're they're bog standard. Yeah, they are still like they still have the same three act structure and. All of that. So the fact that the movies are the same way, to me, you look way more into Guardians of the Galaxy than I did, you know, because I don't know. It's so what you were saying about Guardians of the Galaxy makes sense. But also, I don't know. I felt like I had that revelation more at the end of Boogie Nights than I had at any point while I've watching never Guardians. Seen of Boogie the... Nights. But see, that's the thing. Like you're watching Boogie Nights and it's really just about. Sex and drugs and, you know, the lifestyle that was the 70s and 80s, right? And then they hit the 90s, and I think it's the final scene. It shows them all just in the house, kind of as a family unit, like eating and having, you know, just standard conversation. And the same thing you said about Guardians, that's how I felt at the end. I was like... Wait a minute, this kind of makes sense. All these people it's saying from even a broken, though, different yeah, broken. Yeah, these people are from different aspects and different broken aspects of life, and they've still managed to find that family unit yeah. and that structure. Regardless of how society feels about that structure, they still found that structure. Yeah. And in the long run, that's all that matters. That's that's what makes life life is being able to find those units. Yes. <laughs> no but pun intended. what we were talking about was in the context of how Disney ruins things. The only reason those movies were able to expand their themes is because Disney wasn't looking. They did not give two shits about the cosmic story because it's not going to affect the Avengers until like the very end when they realized that it was good. Every movie they let them try to do something with was great. Ant-Man would have been great because you can tell when you're watching it. You can tell bits, which parts were Edgar Wright and which like, ones were. I don't know, Michael Pena's fucking recounting. Oh, so I'm glad you mentioned that because I've got something to mention. Okay. Sorry, I'll let you finish your thought, but I'll, I'll come back to that. Okay. Uh, but do you know what they fucking, what the argument was about? Was the Falcon fucking uh, uh, cameo. That was it. That is the hill that Marvel fucking murdered him on. Was that? Yes, it was a fun scene. That doesn't change the fact that it was completely extraneous. It it was perfectly fine not having that in there. Okay. It made it didn't it didn't like seem too shoehorned because, you know, I we need a thing. Fucking Howard Stark took it from me. I've been keeping tabs on it so I can get it back. It's in one of the Avengers things. That makes sense. It makes a lot more sense than when you find out that his tank keychain is an actual tank because the weight doesn't change. Apparently, fucking uh, Michael Douglas is fucking superhuman strong because he can carry a tank in one hand. Um, fucking hell. But, that being said, I did love Ant-Man and Wasp, but... I haven't seen it. 
Dude, it's fucking good. It's one of the best ones. Like, I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. Was I was entertained by that movie? Because part was of in it's an Michael era Pena, where it has nothing but, to do with the Avengers. So let's bring it back to Michael Pena, okay? Okay. So I saw this thing on Twitter. Brad Meltzer, the author, was kind of pushing this on Twitter that what needs to ha- what Marvel needs to do before Endgame comes out is Michael Pena as Luis needs to give a breakdown of everything that's happened in the Marvel Cinematic Universe leading up to this point, okay? Yeah. Which would be fucking hilarious. In the storytelling style, yes, that would be yes. great. Now, so, which Just I'm like... Just to see people fucking try to act, try to pantomime Michael Pena's fucking affectations in that. Would, I don't mean verbal, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about his physical, his physical yeah. acting in that was just so great. The way he, so, every time he talked, every time he... That's part of what makes Ant Man and the Wasp though, biz- yes. because that happens. It, Hell, so, Ti didn't even it's suck so in it. Ti Ti usually sucks in everything. Yeah, but um, it's but his cross to bear for I bringing lo- us Izzy Azalea. <laughs> I, you mean Iggy? Iggy. Is it? Did I say Izzy? Yeah, I don't fucking care. Is he gay? Um. <laughs> anyway, um, I say that because somebody responded with, "No, what if it's Korg?" And then somebody oh. built on top of that and said, okay, so Luis is recounting to Korg everything that's happened on Earth, and Korg oh. is recounting everything to Luis that's happened in space. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You have Michael <laughs> Pena and Taika Waititi just back at... Oh, my Dude, God. how fucking phenomenal oh would God. that be? And I did. Because I responded the, Let with, us not forget the best... The I can... I can... I can allow everything in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and yes, even the firing of Edgar Wright. Okay, I almost said Edgar Winter. I just want you to know that. I almost said it, all right? I'm going to dog myself all day for it. Y'all should, too. Was all, all of it was worth it for one line. Piss off, ghost, dude. <laughs> and so somebody had used that gif, but... My thing, like, I thought it was such a great idea, Bob. I responded with a simple gif of the whole, we're not worthy. Like, Dear when, God. Yeah, I was You're like. verbally telling me a physical response. Yeah, I am. Dude, I, I was like, this On is. On a written medium. <laughs> you mean audio? Did I say physically? You said audio? written medium. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no, no. Your your uh, pictured response on a written oh, medium. Yeah. I was uh, anyway, again, adding. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, dude. Can you imagine how fucking amazing that would be? Can you imagine? <laughs> she wants a dude, pet. it would be so fucking good to hear. Piss off, ghost. <laughs> dude, he, Korg is fucking no, like. Yeah, Taika Waititi. I love that. so fucking good. It, all right. A bit of me is I get you can't really do much with Korg and them because personally, the first time I saw it, I was a little upset because I liked Planet Hulk. I loved Planet Hulk. Yeah, I never and got to read any the of the fact Planet that Hulk they stuff. changed, you know, into a bit of a comic thing. I that was just me, you know, being a nerd. But no, look Hulk at every like time I saw it fire. after that, it was just so good. And there you go. Again, my point is made when Disney doesn't care, when Disney does not give you oversight. You can do so much. Okay, so let me let me say this. Outside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, my favorite thing that Disney has released in the past few years was the movie Saving Mr. Banks with Tom Hanks and Emma Thompson. Which I is hate, telling me I hate biopics to begin with. And a Disney biopic that has their own little fucking uh their uh whitewashing stories of of the horrible past. Although I do like the fact that they did a little, did few digs to where they actually said you cannot show Walt fucking smoking, even though he was so bad at it. You know, it's what killed him. Yeah. But every time he's off screen, (laughs) they couldn't show the fact that he was smoking, but they goddamn told you that he was a lunger. Yeah. But no, I, I legitimately, I mean, I've got such a thing for Emma Thompson anyway because, yeah, okay, man, yeah. she's so fucking phenomenal. She is such an amazing actress, dude. But, um, yeah, I don't even know how in the fuck we got started on all the, di- oh, because Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts. Hearts. Anyway, but that reminds me, I need to, I still need to play like Red Dead 2 and I need to play fucking Resident Evil 2. Resident, Resident Evil 2, 2 just I looks really too dark. need to play. I don't like dark games. And Division 2's coming up, and I'm like, fuck, no. I really want to play the Division 2. Give it three months and we can play it. 
you know why give it three months? Because by then they'll probably have actually fixed the game to where it's supposed to function. And also it'll be $20 cheaper, Jake. No, not necessarily. Yes. Because that game is going to have no stay. It's going to have very little stay. And why do you say that? The first division did that. They got It got super cheaper. And also... I love Ubisoft the first division is though. Bad. Okay, but you didn't play it when it first came out, nope, Jake. I didn't. It was tra- it was so hard to play. I mean, Jesus Christ. They didn't account for player clipping. So you couldn't clip with players. And you know the first mission? We had to walk up to the computer and hit a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, servers were full of people blocking that just to be assholes. Some servers Everybody's a good person, and there was an actual queue lined up of players waiting their turn to push the button. That's what Ubisoft does not understand game. They want all their games to be this live service. You'll use it forever. But if the game should be used forever, why is this not just a division update? Because if the game should be a live service, it should be an update. To division, not a goddamn sequel. You can't have a live service game that has sequels. You can't have your cake and fuck it too, Jake. And that's why I'm not even fucking with Anthem for the first few months. Uh, one of my coworkers said he played the the demo, and he said he really enjoyed yeah. it. But I read like uh, oh. Red's huge missive on Twitter about oh, her Red's thoughts on, on it. Yeah, but and I was like, and basically she she said, hey, you know. If you can deal with the lack of RPG elements, then you'll enjoy it. But and I'm like, yeah, it's just another fucking Andromeda constant on. No, it's just another fucking constant online game in days in a sea of constant online games by companies that don't fucking understand constant online games. I just remember Jedi Academy is actually free on Xbox Live this month. Jedi Academy was great. Yeah. Yeah, that's I personally love right playing now. that with the codes on just because you can use lightning. Oh my god. Oh I remember how much you love that game, dude. I love that fucking game. I love the fact that your lightsaber could kill somebody without you knowing. I like the fact that I didn't know how to fucking unshrink it. Alright? So when I got it, I kept accidentally attacking everybody just because it's out. It's a fucking, it is a fucking death beam. And I can't make it go away. So when I walk up to fucking uh, James Masterson, I'm all like, hi, James, man. Oh, shit, I just stabbed him again. Oh, hi, Calcaton. Oh, shit, I just tried stabbing him again. I need to play some Old Republic again and start picking it back up, but... I mean, I paid for 60 days worth of time to just give it a shot, so. But no, I'm, all these companies are having a, they really don't know what they're doing. They just know this is the new thing. So they're swamping it. I'm not going to say, okay, maybe that's part of it, but here's the thing. I think where everything's becoming such huge conglomerates all they care about is making the money. There's too many hands in in, in too few of pots. Shareholders will ruin a game company. Shareholders are ruining everything, period. Period. Shareholders ruin everything. Company goes public, that's when it dies. Yep. All right, because... True story. You have to... Because you're... uh, Because you're beholden to... No, no, no. I love how fucking Jim Sterling put it. You are not the the customer. You are the product being sold to the shareholders. Yep. That's it. You're not the consumer. You're the consumable. That's all it is. You are what you are what they are I uh, they are mining for their money. That's yep. all you are. And the moment something doesn't make enough money, it's fucked. And well, that's kind of what what's fucking EA is because they're caring too much about their shareholders and not the people who fucking they owe. Yep. <laughs> because yeah, um Disney's probably not happy with them in the least bit cuz they have had two two Star Wars games in the last six years. Both of them Tank. were commercial failures. Tank. But the sad thing is they weren't financial failures. They were just they were financial successes, but public in their failure. That's the problem. It made everybody involved look bad. Because yes, it's still making money because 
the people who designed the game, who designed the fucking graphics, are geniuses because, dear God, they've developed a way to show super hyper-realistic fucking uh, uh, terrains without eating your fucking processing power. That's ridiculous! That's amazing! What is it used for? A game everybody fucking hates! That sucks so bad! These games are so beautiful, but they're fucked! They're so fucked! And Anthem's gonna be fucked, and everybody's just worried, it's like, oh, it's just gonna be another failure. No, it's not! It's gonna be the closure of fucking Bioware. Because, you know what happens? When a fucking company doesn't meet EA shareholders' guidelines, they get fucking dropped. Visceral got dropped. All right? All these amazing fucking... Studios. Stu- thank you. I was going to say companies. Uh, studios are getting dropped. And guess what? I love Old Republic. Old Republic is a live service game. The only problem I have with Old Republic, they're working on a skeleton crew right now, so their updates are so fucking slow and so fucking small. It's one mission in a story. One fucking mission. That's it. There's never going to be an actual expansion update. It's just going to be story updates, one mission, one mission. It's you d- drip feeding the stories like this sucks, but they have to because they're now just in fucking maintenance mode pretty much. And it's making a decent amount of money because people are actively paying for items in the game because they want to keep giving them money because they want this game to still work. You want to see a good example of live service? Fucking Warframe! This game is absolutely free. I have pumped in. I will do the math. I will do the math and blast it out on Twitter. But I paid a shitload when it was on PlayStation. And guess what happened? All right. When I stopped playing it on PlayStation, started playing it on PC, the vault was still open for uh, Ember and Loki. That was $75. I bought again. I bought the same fucking pack twice, and I don't give a flying fuck that I did it, because them motherfuckers deserve money. But see, that's that's why I didn't mind buying Grand Theft Auto Five three different times. I, I mean, you can you can have all of your like little nitpicky bullshit problems with it, but it just wasn't fun. And I completely disagree. It was it was totally fun, and, and that's I, perfectly fun. And I did. I bought it three different times: once on 360. Should I bought it twice because you made me? And twice on PlayStation Four. One whenever I first bought my PlayStation Four, and then again later down the road Before because they had it, it super cheap on the, yeah, it was like 20 the digital version. Yeah, and I've almost bought it again for Xbox One. <laughs> if I knew I could get my shit to transfer over, you could. Yeah, I don't think it can, but because I've already transferred it from 360 to PlayStation 4, so uh, I don't know if I could get it to go again. But whatever, I've still almost thought about buying it a fourth time. <laughs> and here's the thing: I will give this to fucking Take Two's disgusting ass. They've continued the live service. That game is like what four years old now? No, it came or. Yeah, just over four years old. I think it came out in twenty. No, it came out, it came in, 2013. out in 2014. 2014 or thirteen. Uh, no, the the, uh, the oh, version God, that 13. came out on three sixty. It was twenty thirteen. Yes, yeah. because I was working at Fresenius and I got it because people at work told me to get it. Yeah, it came out in like October. Of I got 2013. it so I could play with people yeah. at work. Yeah. So there you go. That game is still going strong. All right, it, like six years strong. Later. Almost like six they're years still later. doing updates like yeah. twice a month, like different game there modes you go. and shit. Live service, and it is the most profitable thing. Take it is it has pulled in. I, I really want you to look this up. I want. Uh, hold on, give me just a sec. Six billion dollars in revenue. You say billion with a B? With a B, Jacob. Bastard. Just the billion. game period, or yes, that is through their online service. There you go. You get your one fucking live service. and But the problem is, why would they ever make any actual games now? Because they can sit back and rake in I mean, they still made Red Dead 2. Billion dollars. That is a very fine point. But guess what? They're doing the same goddamn bullshit with this. And it's what pisses off I don't want to play base. the online for Red Dead 2. I want to play yeah, the fucking story. I'm not thing, worried though. about the online. Everybody... I was that way with GTA everybody 5 will try, also. But. And they will realize that the same horrible practice that they're okay with in one game, when another game tries to do it from the same goddamn people, that is when you start getting angry. 
I am okay with having like if I had if if uh if a digital extreme yeah digital extreme made a second game and did the same shit they're doing with Warframe with the exact same price setup I would fucking hate them because there is a problem with Warframe there's a problem with the fucking inventory setup there's a problem with this which are built around paid mechanics but I'm I've already invested so much time and money and love into this game you accept it for that flaw, the sunk cost fallacy. I think that's kind of okay why way. I ended up going back to WoW is because I spent so much time in yeah. it and I kind of missed it. Well, no, no, no. That was, you You only spent, subscription-based games, you don't always think in the same way, but it is built that way. You have the Skinner box and you spend so much time and money on it, you'll you'll always come back to Plus, it. Plus, I had a but, lot of fun playing WoW back yeah, in the day. When I think of how, what I love about WoW, I think about that. I think it was about, fucking winter grasp. It was fucking Northrend. I think about listening Northrend to the and... entire fucking discography of uh, of Jonathan Colton. If I hear certain songs from Jonathan Colton, I'm brought back to fucking uh, Stone Talon Mountain. I'm brought back to where I was in WoW when that was playing the most. I am. It's such it, him and MC Chris. I listened to them a lot when I played when I was doing nothing else with my life. And yeah, so it's tied deep in there, and I will always come back to WoW. I'll always find a way to come back. Yeah, because I mean, Jesus Christ, even their money shop—it's it can be bad, but at the same time, all those mounts look ugly to me, so yeah. I don't care. And if yeah. someone wants to buy it, they can. And guess yeah, what? Good for you, even if they don't want to buy it, so what? There are so many awesome people out there who will buy the fucking uh, the tokens and then put them on the auction house. There you go. You have your fucking. You have your. Uh, I have to admit, I've thought about buying a pay money for gold. You a one ten or one twenty token. I've thought about. Doing oh, I've that. done that before. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. And here's the thing: you don't need it though. That's the thing. If you want it there, leveling up is so easy now. It's perfectly fine to not. It's not one of those things you feel like you have to do. Once you hit sixty, you can fly. Once you hit seventy, you can fly better. Once you hit 80, you can zoomies, okay? It's no longer tied to horrible stuff. And everybody keeps saying, oh, cash grab, oh, cash grab. But they're making things to where you don't need it. If you want to, sure. Does the blue fox look cool? Yeah, it kind of does. Is its jump, if you hit space when it's standing still and you can't fly, is it little mount uh, animation great? Hell yeah, he does this giant fucking backflip. What did I say giant? He jumps 10 feet in the air. and Sure. Do I need it? No. Why? Because the one you can get in game, the red fucking fox, is goddamn cool as hell. Sure, it's just a ground mount, but guess what? In BFA, you can't fly yet anyway, so who gives a fuck? It's it's sure, you can if you want. And again, Blizzard, <laughs> as much as I, I say I don't feel the issue with uh, WoW, which some people will. Everybody's different. We all can agree that you guys are being fucking miserly shitbags when it comes to Overwatch. And Jake, I've had to not open Overwatch because the current Chinese New Year shit, one of the characters has a skin that turns him into Guan Yu. It's based on the Romance of the Three Kingdoms era, okay? Uh, the fucking robot monk guy turns into Zhuge Leon, okay? This shit ain't right. I would eat that up. And they fucking know that shit. And that's why they fucking do that shit. Because they make their loot box shit. To get it, you have to play almost as much as you would in fucking EA's goddamn uh, Battlefield. Confession it's, time. Ugh. I still have yet to play Overwatch. It's it's an okay. It's an it's just an okay game. It's not bad. I've not it's played not Fortnite godly. or PUBG. I or... played a little bit of Fortnite. I can understand people liking it. I completely understand people liking that above... Uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds because it's a tight game, it's an aesthetic game, and it's a fun game. Which one, Fortnite or Overwatch? Fortnite, Fortnite is, but because they're both the yeah. Uh, Overwatch is an arena shooter. It's a uh, it's a Team Fortress Two clone, but that's okay because we've only really had Team Fortress. Yeah, I hate the. That's fact the way that, I thought of Fortnite. I was like, it kind of feel. It seems like it would feel more like a Team Fortress Two. Yeah. It, it it feels like it should person. be a Valve game. A third person. It feels like that. Yeah, because yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, but 
I get it. I get why people would like it. It's not my Steve's, and that's perfectly fine. I get it. You have your little mechanic. Fortnite was, I actually was interested in the original Fortnite because it was a horde survival game. They just took those characters and made a, uh, a, a battle arena where you build terrain. You can build terrain. So, yeah, that adds a whole new another level of skill. And the great thing is, while you're building, you're kind of vulnerable. So, yes, if you let a builder go nuts, they're invincible. But guess what? There's also rocket launchers. And they're kind of easy to get. So, you're, you're hey, nobody can hit me. I'm in an impenetrable fortress with a goddamn sniper tower, okay? I'm going to grassy knoll all these fucks. No, because guess what? You can just target at the bottom or at the around the middle of the thing, fire a rocket, shit gets exploded. Your tower that you just spent forever building is now fucked. And guess what happens when you build a giant tower? You let everybody know where you're at. So d- checks and balances. I, PUBG is just fucking store-bought assets and boring. There is no aesthetic to it. And everybody gave them shit when they were uh, suing Epic for Fortnite. Yeah. But then I found out you find out why they were suing Epic. Epic helped them make it. They used uh, Unreal, and they the uh, Unreal they actually engine. helped. No, not only that, they Epic helped them make the game. Mm. And then they took the exact stuff that is owned by PUBG that they helped develop. They helped develop it, but they didn't own it. They took that shit and turned it into Fortnite, which was a breach, which did breach their copyright. Then they sued some other people because nobody else uses a frying pan. Bullshit. But, yeah. Anyway. What the fuck were we talking I have no idea, dude. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That was a that was a long one. I'm going to need a James Brown style. Somebody drape the blanket over me. I'm done ranting. And Jake, next week we need to make a... Uh, well, next week I have drills, so okay. I got to go do some ramblers next week. Okay. So the next episode that we do together... You're doing all the work because this has turned into the dude. Bob I try. Show. You just fucking like, dude. I can tell you talk so less like interpersonal communication wise because you save it. Yeah, you would get on the podcast and that's whenever you fucking want to talk for hours. This is my talk time. Although last week I had a uh, Twilight Imperium. Oh fuck! I was gonna talk about an RPG. Fuck. Oh well, we'll talk about it some other time. Uh, after I'll probably have Fran play test it with me. I'll try to come up with something for but no, one in uh, a couple weeks though. Yeah, fucking playing t- Twilight Imperium over at uh, Fran and Brandon's. That game, Jake, is risk on acid. Ooh. You you also need a large play space and a lot of people. Really? That game was six hours long, and I didn't even see the end of it. Damn. But it was also the first game, so the I would I would say the the next time we played, it would get cut up by two, because setup took a while and. We were always like, well, what the fuck is this? You can play space turtles who are good with diplomacy. You can play like, you can play like the, uh, cause everything's about, you know, capturing planets and doing this. You can only do so much on a turn. Like if you activate a quadrant, you, nobody else can do shit there. You can't do shit there. So if you put someone there, you can't take them out until the next round. And guess what, Jake? Rounds can be about 15 minutes long. Because everybody goes till nobody can do shit. And then it's like, it's so long. And there's so many different ways to play. Like, like each character is good at certain things. Like the turtle people are good with diplomacy. So anytime someone plays a diplomacy card, you get fucking bonuses. If, uh, then there's just the Zerg to where you just, that you just have them make a bunch of carriers, load them up with people and just, just space herpes, man. You just, propagate you just take over everything because it takes so long for people to die or for people to take over a planet man it's oh my god in combats fuck that game takes forever but it is fun dude Hmm. so two out of nowhere episodes in the bag now (laughs) so that's about gonna do it for this episode of brother's quarrel we'd like to thank you for joining me for this long rant That yes, this long rant was missing one of the things that I thought was going to be the entire episode. This missing rant is brought episode. to you by Disney. You know, not <laughs> Jake. This was going to be the whole episode was me talking about that game. That should tell you something. When my little anecdote, all right, 
my mid-tier anecdote was the fucking episode, all right? <laughs> but if you enjoyed listening to us, God help you. Uh, if you enjoyed listening to us, you can always uh, be sure to subscribe at us. iTunes, Podbean, Podbay, Stitcher, all them places you like. Except SoundCloud. I haven't put it on SoundCloud. If we're somewhere you, you, you like listening to things, or if you just want the RSS feed, let us know. All right? Also, if you're on iTunes, go ahead and uh, rate and review us if you don't mind. That would that would help us out quite a bit. That would be tits. That'd be quite tits. <laughs> quite tits. Uh, <laughs> you can, would you quit that with Pip? And if you do need to reach us to get that feed or anything like that, you can email us, brotherscrawl at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter at ABU Podcast. Capital A, capital B, capital Q. Podcast. Podcast. The bum is in your ear. I'm sorry, what? Did you say the bum is in your ear? <laughs> no, I said Are you, smoothness. Is this Freddy Got Finger? No, I said smoothness in your ear. Smoothness in your ear. Sure. Whatever you say. But until next time. Oh, my God, Annie. <laughs> Oh, that dog looks so cute. God damn, we have too many dogs in the studio. <laughs> so until next time, we here at A Brother's Crow would like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument. Especially if you're a poor Southern podcaster. Boo. Boo, Jacob. Dude. I boo you. <laughs>